0: What's going on? Welcome to Grasse A Wet. It's PT. So I'm gonna start this off by saying it always comes back to love, right? <laughs> like I didn't watch the um Patty LaBelle versus Gladys Knight versus battle. But I know she played my song when you talk about love. Hey, patty, patty. You should be talking about me. Anyway. Start, like, it always comes to love. Like, I was thinking about that this morning. Like, the Andrew Gillum interview was on Tamron Hall today. I caught the, I I believe I caught all of it, (sighs) it was so, it was so much, it was so much, first of all, the reason I say it always comes back to love, is because I truly think that his wife must, and has to truly love him. And it's beautiful, you know, to to be in a marriage with a person that, you know, loves you and accepts you for who you are. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent, weird, strange, abnormal, you know, whatever, flaws and all that. You're with a person that, you know... Like they both said They chose each other He chose her And she chose him back And um If I wanna Like I said before in my last podcast Everything that I think Truly think I don't have to say Even though you know I am speaking Like on the subject I don't have to you know State everything that I feel Because everything that I truly feel May not be something that needs to be said because, you know, I think the genuine thoughts that everyone has, they have. And we don't have to, like, discuss all of Anyway, (laughs) he basically came out and said he's bisexual. And, um. I think that was like the thing that everybody was everybody was kind of waiting to hear him talk about because it's like there's no getting around that. Like you were in a room with two men naked. Like there's no I don't know I don't know. Like in the in the interview he basically kind of said like um he felt like he was taking advantage of and um his wife was saying if the shoes was on the other foot um and this were happening to a woman it would not happen because they would not show a woman's naked body or expose her and that expose a woman in the way that they exposed her husband and You know, I get where she's going with that. You know what I'm saying? I get where she's going. You know, I get what she what she meant by it. You know, like it? I think what she meant behind that is kind of like, and they you could tell like they are very political in their words, and they're very smart in the words that they choose to say, and they're very calculated in the way that they speak their words. And With all of that I feel That it was It's so hard for me To not speak how I feel So I'm just gonna speak how I feel And I'm not coming from A malicious, hateful Vengeful place I'm coming from just Sharing my my true thoughts And I'm not trying to share my true thoughts In a way or in any effort To like Defame Or you know, put him or his family down because what I do see is that they are a family that's trying to make it through you know in the public eye with all of these people's thoughts and opinions that these people have to live through it brings me back to like Will Smith and Jada like like how Jada was like you know she didn't know that Will could truly love her to the extent that he did right And then it becomes this thing of, like, do you truly love him? And it just kind of, I'm trying to bring it around to, like, you can tell that they love each other, you know what I'm saying? Him and his wife, they have a commitment to each other. And like she was saying in the interview, that they have their own individual personal covenant with each other, which is what I think everyone in relationships have, their own personal covenants with themselves. And she's basically saying, like, she feels disheartened behind the fact that their personal covenant with each other had to come out into the whole world and they didn't have to now discuss it. And she feels that his sexuality is not anybody's business. And I understand and I agree with her to a certain extent. I just feel that, you know, yeah, what you do in your own personal bedroom or whatever, you know, it is your business. You know, that is your business. But there, it, it, it always comes to like that, that saying that what's done in the dark will always come to light. Like, that's a, a saying for a reason. Like, that is a very popular quote for a reason because you should not do anything in the dark or in the light that you don't want to come to the light and I'm not saying it in a way of like trying to bash them and say like well girl you chose to be with a bisexual man and blah 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 and whether you wanted to be exposed or not like I think honestly if I were to speak my honest thought. I feel like they have... Honestly, I feel like they have an arranged marriage that works for them. And with their arrangement, they've arranged to, like... I feel like they have an arranged marriage. Like, it was it was something that was very contrived, probably, between her family and him or him and his family. Kind of like an arranged marriage. I think that's what they have. And so, I think... That's why I think she knew going in what she was dealing with, you know, as far as, like, dating or marrying a bisexual man. And then I think she never, like she said in the interview, she never thought that she would ever have to, like, live the truth that they're living right now. And it brings it to Nisi, like, anybody that's been following the whole podcast, come on now. Nisi, whether you like it or not whether you like her or not whether you agree with her life choices or not Nisi nash is out here living her life living her truth and she just like fuck y'all if y'all don't like it fuck y'all you know and that's the approach that you really genuinely everyone should have in life regardless because we are all humans you know we are all living this spiritual journey having this human experience none of us really know what we're doing we're all living off of each other you know inspiring each other and that brings me to this quote by nipsey hustle i vaguely remember the quote i believe it was the greatest human act that a person can ever do is to inspire let me see if I can get it right the most important thing number one is you gotta wait this is a quote from Nipsey Hustle. this isn't the quote I was talking about but this is one the most important thing, number one, is you got to get rid of doubt. If you got doubt in what you're doing, it's not going to work. And the way to do that is you have a plan. Because if you got a plan, it's not like a pipe dream. You have a step-by-step list of things to do to get to your goal. That's not the quote. The quote, I, I may be paraphrasing it, but his quote is basically... The greatest human act um, a, a person can ever do in life is to inspire. And whilst we can sit up and say anything about Andrew Gillum, and we can sit up and say anything about Andrew Gillum's wife R.J., but at the core of Andrew Gillum, which is what I I felt in love with him again, with I won't even say again. I you know I never I never really knew that much of Andrew Gillum you know but from what I knew of him I liked him you know like you know you know you just don't know somebody but like no I like him but what made me really really truly like really I guess like him a whole lot more or see him in another light or a different light is that in his truth what I picked up from it is that he's a person that loves to help people he's a person that loves to serve he's a person that doesn't put himself first he puts other people first and because he chose to put other people first and his life has taken a path of serving people because he chose that path he's you know famous or he's um Andrew Gillum Because he chooses to live a life of serving people. But it becomes a double-edged sword at the same time. And I think that's why a lot of people choose not to serve people. Because it's that skeleton thing in the closet. Like, I think a lot of people have things in their lives that is like, you know, you don't want people to know every aspect of you or your life. And I'm another one of them people. Look at me doing this monogamous because I already know when you choose to get out here and put yourself in the public light, you have to choose everything that comes with it. And I'm not a person that can say right here today that I'm a person that's willing to choose everything that comes along with being in the public eye. Because I feel like that's a huge responsibility. That's a huge pill to swallow and I think there are a lot of celebrities that chose that pill but if they were to like get the choice in the matrix again like red or blue pill I bet you a lot of them would choose differently because to be able to go to the grocery store and to go out with your family and go out to eat and you know to live a regular human life I think a lot of us as humans take it for granted. When we can go out and do the most normal thing and just live our lives, but, you know, that's huge to a person that is like, you know, Michael Jackson, who was like us, like us, like a person that like secluded himself because of his fame, because it, it, it got to be too much and Beyonce and all of the other people who choose to be it's not like I don't think that they choose to be celebrities I think they choose their, their craft or they chose their art form and because they love the art form so much you know that is what they chose but along with that comes fame and a lot of people I think don't think that completely through you know and now there's so many different like ways to do your art that you don't even have to be famous like Sia I think her name is a a singer named Sia I think her name is Sia but she wears like these humongously or whatever she wears like these really long bangs so you don't really see who she is but she's a singer like, and it's not, I think she's not about being a celebrity. She's more about the art. But I think when you get to be like Andrew Gillum and you love to serve people, you know, sometimes your life or who you are in your normal life, it takes the back seat to, you know, who you are as Andrew Gillum because Andrew Gillum is who the world knows you as like you understand like Beyonce may probably want to go outside and run outside naked but because she is Beyonce be like look Beyonce I here running outside naked it, it'll become like this huge thing that the whole world will talk about and the whole world will know about Versus if I go outside and run outside naked It's like look at this crazy mother Out here running out here naked Like she must be on drugs And you'll just turn your head and think nothing of it You know So it's like I think in life a lot of us as humans Or if you want to say regular people I just feel like everybody's a regular person It's just some people are more popular than others You know I think that Andrew Gillum and his wife are, like, fighting to make it through, like, Tamron said on the show, like, there are two people still trying to make it through their marriage, you know, get through the hard times of their marriage, and when he said, like, that was, like, the darkest moment that he ever had to go through, like, as a human, you can, you can empathize with him, or I can, I empathize with him because... Anybody that has ever had anybody spread a rumor about them it, or a lie about them or, or just say anything about them, and then you have to walk around and look at people when you know there's so many people talking about you. That's not easy to live through, but I remember when I was in school and there was this lie told about me, like it was this lie about, it was just a lie, you know, and I was in school and I had to, like, literally, like, look at people lying about me. And then I remember this girl telling me, well, girl, you ain't Jesus. And they lied on Jesus. Like, if he can make it through that, you can make it through this little bitty thing. Like, they like you know, a lot of us as humans, we go through, we think we're going through so much, but... The price has already been paid. You know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can. When I truly believe, when they say, "Like God will never put more on you than you can bear," and I know that. Hold on. Wait a minute. Was this is taking a religious turn? I know. Sometimes it just happens. But I truly believe that. You know, like sometimes, like it really seems like. Oh my gosh! I don't know how I'm gonna make it through this. And I know me as a human. I think. Every human has that moment in life where it's like, oh my gosh, this is just so, I don't want to live no more. I don't want to do this anymore. I think that is human, you know, but I think, you know, when you overcome that suicidal thought or that depression and you get to the other side and you start seeing like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm happy today, you know when you knew like last week you were so low you know like i know how that feels because i've 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 been very low and i've had moments where I, i've had a few moments where i've wanted to kill myself if i didn't have a child i probably would have been killed myself but because i know i have a child depending on me it keeps me from doing the ultimate i feel like the ultimate um I don't want to call it a stupid thing because that is very disrespectful to anyone that has a family member that has committed suicide I would not ever say that but just you know the the inner strength somewhere or the inner something to not do it you know like sometimes you think you know, you strong to deal with everything, but you never know what a person, how or what gets a person, a person to the point of like, actually like feeling like they can't deal with it anymore, deal with life anymore, you know? And I don't know what that feels like, but I know what it feels like to be very low to the point where you feel like killing yourself. And I know what it's like to overcome that and then realize like wow like the sun really does come out tomorrow and tomorrow may look like next year but the sun will come out and sometimes you just have to go through that, through that dark place, through that dark feeling through those horrible emotions through that sadness, through that pain to get to the other side where you can really see the sun even though the sun is out every day some people, it's dark for them, you know? And a lot of people are like, what are you talking about? But sometimes you really do have to just live to understand what what certain things mean. But I can understand when Andrew was kind of, I don't know what he went through. I don't know all of what him or his family went through. And I don't, and they're still gonna be going through that because they have small children. So his kids are gonna go, th- like, live through, probably live through whatever, you know. So, and I don't want to speak that over his kids, you know. Maybe his, maybe their kids will thrive and never, ever, ever have to worry about this in any way, shape, or form. But we live in a world where. You know, so many things happen and it's a it's a very cruel world at the same time it's a very beautiful loving world. And there's so many people that are probably like, Yeah, look at him with his bisexual and you know, it's people that are very negative and it's people that are gonna say negative things and it's people who it's I I feel like there's a lot of people who are just I wanna call them pompous and arrogant. Like, they can't see themselves in other people. Like, they can't see that, you know, people make mistakes. And life, sometimes life happens in ways that you can't ever imagine or fathom or understand. You know, you can be living your life just driving down the street. It's like, I'm driving down the street right now. Like I tell y'all, a lot of the times my podcasts are recorded in real life as a part of my real life or whatever but i can be driving along the street and i've i've gotten in a few car accidents like you never you never expect to get in your car and get in a car accident you know like that's just not a part of like no one gets in their car goes about their day and think like oh like today i'm gonna go get in a car accident you know but guess what? There are people who do that. Like, there are people who know, like, they'll get paid by car accidents. I truly believe that there are people who go out here and they get into car accidents on purpose. Just so they, they, they can get paid. I think there are career car accident people. Like, I, I truly believe that. Like, there are people who get cars, get car insurance, and just wait for Like somebody to run into them like I believe that too like people want to get paid by any means necessary but I just feel like Andrew Gillum and his wife you know it was a really great interview you could you could definitely read between the lines and a lot of the things that they were saying but I do believe that they love each other I believe that they are yeah just I think that they are like Will Smith and Jada like they're more friends than anything like I think that like their marriage has taken them through so much that they're more than just married like they're I think they're more friends or something. I don't know what Will Smith and Jada have going on but whatever you know their life is their life their marriage is their marriage I think that Andrew Gillum and his wife are along the same lines and maybe that's what marriage is maybe marriage is you know meeting a person that you love and choosing that person and them choosing you and not only making the choice but committing to each other you know through hell or high water like I choose you. Like, and of course, I want that myself. I truly do. I want, but more than choosing anyone, I want to, of course, make the right choice. So I choose to pray a lot that God will guide me in every choice that I make. Even with, you know, jobs, careers, clients, customers, um... All kind of things. I just choose to pray for clarity and guidance every day because I feel that's very important. And I think that Andrew Gillum and his wife are definitely overcomers. At the end of the whole interview, what I learned is that don't do anything in the closet that you don't want. If you don't want it to be on the news, don't do it. If you sitting up living your regular everyday life, whoever you are, no matter who or how big or small you think you are, if you don't want what you're doing to be on the front page of national news, then don't do it. In the closet, out the closet, whether you choose to live your life or not choose to live your life. Whether you choose to worry about what people think or not worry about what people think. At the end of the day, we're all responsible for other... Like, everybody has a responsibility to other people. Like, and it's like, like, what? It's true because when you really think of it, it's not just... Andrew Gillum's decision affected him, but it affected his family. It affected a whole... whole, host of other people who looked at him or looked up to him or were inspired by him it infected all of those people too so even though you're living your life or i'm living my life my choices your choices all of our choices matter so much and you can make the wrong decision in a split in like 2.5 seconds you can make the wrong decision But decisions are very... All choices are very important. And that's why I choose to pray about all of my decisions and all of my choices. Because I'm a human. I don't know the maze that I'm in. I know in my heart, I hope to believe that there is a Most High God, a creator, that sees everything, knows everything. I choose to believe that because if I choose not to, it's like... The fear, I think every human has that fear of like the truly unknown of like when you die, you just die and you know, and that's just it. And I think as humans, we all want to believe that the people that we love so much are not just gone. You know, me too. Because on the other side of life, I do want to be able to see like the people I truly, 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 truly love. And they have left, and they're no longer here. Like, in my heart, is like, you can't just die. Like, you can't... That just that just can't be it. Like, that just can't be. You know? It's, in my heart, that's what I choose to still believe. And I know people are probably like, well, you're crazy. What... I feel like... Who knows to say who's crazy, you know? Who knows anyway? Like, who has ever lived you know to say like and I, you know how you watch those things where it's like people will say they died and they came back and they died and they saw like this tremendous light and this light was so phenomenal that it made them want to go towards the light and all of this stuff and it's like no one really knows at the end of the day like you know but anyway i'm going off on this whole huge tangent but i'm gonna bring it back around to andrew gilliam and his wife I truly believe that, like Andrew Gillum, while he's saying like he could have chose to be with a man and he could have chose to marry a man, I think that he didn't really finish or complete the sentence or complete his thought. I think what he what he stopped at was like he chose the right person for him because when he was saying how much his wife was just. Helping him remember how great he is, how phenomenal he is. In the midst of how dark the place was that he was in life, his wife was reminding him of, like, you know, you're still Andrew Gillum. You're still phenomenal. You're still, like, this great man has so much more to offer. And I think that that is what was important, too. Like, he could have chose anyone, but he chose... He shows a great person that is in his corner through hell and high water for good or bad and who loves him truly loves him for who he is and accepts him for who he is and what i love about it is like i i truly believe that he loves her the same way and i think that I don't think that I could make that decision to choose to be with a bisexual man, but I think that is, because I, have, but I, I think it's beautiful because I have gay friends, right? And some of my gay friends, like, I think when you choose to come out and be gay, a lot of the times, especially for men, there's no, there's no, oh, you ain't gay no more. There's no, but for women it is, you know? Like a woman can say, "Oh, I'm gay yesterday, but I ain't gay no more," and and it's okay. Like there's always gonna be a man that's like, "No problem, come on, I will take you, with your lesbian, unlesbian, don't know what you is self, you know." But there are, but there are women like um, R. J. Gillum who will see past bisexuality and choose to be with a man for who he is so I find it beautiful because like for me having gay friends that I know like you know how sometimes when you do choose to be gay how sometimes you wish you can go back in that closet and not be gay no more and you know actually have like relationships with with women or actually try to have relationships with women with women but then once you walk down that path it becomes hard as a man to um say oh oh, you know I, i was gay or to really stand in the whole truth of whoever you are as a man because I think it's really hard For men to really truly I think women are Very judgmental can we, can we A lot of women are just judgmental As fuck but men are more Accepting I think that's what it really boils down to Men are more accepting And less judgmental Than women are And I think that's why Men are able to Or women are able to be gay and go back in the closet or say they not gay no more. And it's not as easy for men to do it because women are more judgmental. Women are not going to be like, uh-uh, 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 uh uh-uh. What you mean you ain't gay no more? What you mean? Like, we want to know the whole, we want to see the whole picture. And then we want you, ex- we, we can look at the picture. We want you to explain the picture. And then we want to meet the the artist. So the artist can explain the picture. And then we want to get other people. To look at the same picture. And explain what they see too. Like women. It's like women are very. Very tricky characters. You know. And I'm saying that as a woman. But I was watching this podcast. um, Dear Future Wifey. Which is a podcast that I truly love. But on the podcast. It was this guy... Oh, gosh. What was his name? I want to say it was Jay Burnett. Or Jay Barnett. I think his name was Jay Barnett. But it was Dear Future Wifey. On that podcast... The man... The two black men... um, The man was basically saying how as a man... You know, it's really hard to express how you feel... Or be who you are and your whole truth. Because... It's not really going to be reciprocated or it's not going to be received properly. Like, you know, like, it's. I think it's really hard on men. Like, Jay Barnett was saying on um, that podcast, like, um, what happened? Oh, let me think what happened. Um, I forgot what he said he went through. But it was like, after that, people started accusing him of being gay. And he was like, he had to choose. The, and I got this beautiful quote from him. Let your character outlive their lie. You know, and he was just like, you know, he could have went out. And he was like, God was just telling him to be quiet. Don't speak on it. Be quiet. Don't speak on it. And everybody was like, man, this girl is out here murdering you with this rumor. He was like, yeah, but God's telling. And the people who love him and the people who are in his corner, his tribe, his core were understanding. He was like, man... And it was hard for them to sit there and watch him be quiet in the face of you know, the lie that was being told on him. Because, like, the people who know him know, like, that's not him. And the people who know him are probably like, bitch, stop fucking lying, hoe! And he probably like, man, just just relax, you know. To his people that love him. Probably was like, man, we, we want to fuck this bitch up for you. Let us know um, where we can meet this hoe at. We, we got you. And he probably was like, no, don't, don't, don't fuck her up. Don't put your hands on her. God has told me to be quiet. And he said, let your character outlive their lives. And I feel like that was so profound because a lot of the times we are living this human life and this human existence and it's really hard to go through things. It's, it, it, it truly is. It's so hard to go through, you know, people looking at you, judging you, assuming they know the whole story when they've got a snippet of it. It's hard for your family to look at people, look at you, and making these assumptions. You know, when you know the story, and you know the snippet that they're looking at. And you know what they're judging your person that you love based upon that snippet. And of course, it's hard to... It, like, you want to keep explaining, keep explaining, keep telling people, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's not the truth, this, is this, this, you know. But let your character outlive their lie so I truly believe that with Andrew Gillum his character is gonna outlive whatever it is lie or truth you know it is good that he is you know finally I guess deciding to live in his truth it's beautiful if you are a bisexual man It's nothing wrong with saying you are whatever you are. Be, you know, be whoever you are. Be whatever you choose to be. You know, it is not nobody's business. Whatever you choose to be, you know. So, if you choose to be out here in a polygamous relationship. I do not agree with polygamy. On no way, shape, or form. And I feel like anybody in a Especially a man... With multiple women, because it's always a man with multiple women. Let me find a polygamous relationship where it's a woman with four men. You know what I'm saying? Let me f- not, not, not that, mate. Let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Because I could probably be in a polygamous relationship like that, and I, but I could only have sex with one of them, and maybe all of the other ones would just be giving me oral sex, like eating me out. Can I just say it like that? Like. Can I be the first woman to probably do some stuff like that Like I don't agree with polygamy I don't I believe that when you're in a polygamous relationship The person who has the multiples Is so is selfish and narcissistic as fuck Like <laughs> Let me get off of that subject And maybe that'll be a subject for another day But I just believe that like Whatever you choose to do in life Is your choice and if you choose to explain your choice to people or not, as your choice as well. But perception is people's reality. And that's, that's real. Like, like Malcolm X, I believe Malcolm X died because of people's perception of the whole thing. Like in that moment, people perceived Malcolm X to be a... Uh, backstabber that betrayed the honorable elijah muhammad and because they felt so strongly about the honorable elijah muhammad they chose it was this is a this is a documentary that was on netflix uh who killed malcolm x phenomenal documentary and it, it boiled down to like it was within the Muslim community. But it was like, it's, watch 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 the series and get your own understanding of it. But perception is everything. You do live in a world where you have to understand that whether you are living your truth or not, you know, live your truth. But live your, sometimes you kind of want to live your truth in the closet because perception is everything and people have these opinions about stuff that ain't they business and people gonna do that all day long regardless anyway i have to go about my day (laughs) i am at the store sitting in the parking lot waiting to go in the store but um i'll finish this podcast with saying you know no matter what you choose to do even if you choose to live your life in the closet or in the dark, or if you choose to live your life in the light, ultimately, your choice is your choice. Your life is your life. You know, your choices are your choices. And I believe that we should live in a world where people are, God gave us the freedom of, like, he gave us free will, you know? And I believe that's why there are all of those commandments, because sometimes, People will get so angry at, like, for instance, you know, if something happens to your child, right, it's really hard to sit back and say, okay, I am not going to hurt these people that have hurt my child. It's hard to not do that, you know, because you're so angry that your emotions, your feelings, or whatever it takes over in that moment, it becomes oh no, you're gonna feel the wrath like, oh, vengeance is the Lord. And I, and there's people that will say, oh, I'm gonna be the Lord today, you know. It and God gives people that free will, too. I feel like ultimately we have to understand that we live in a world where stopping thinking like praying for clarity truly like like fully praying like deep like deep down getting all the way into that spiritual realm sometimes it's so important because you can make the wrong decision out of anger sometimes and out of hurt or out of lust or out of whatever but if you stop and just pray and sometimes you might have to stop and pray again and stop and pray some more. It just, to me, I live my life that way because I, I would like to believe that, you know, while, yes, God has gave us all, ooh, I think I'm going to go to that house I think they open. I've been waiting on this house to be open for so long. Anyway, and I'm over here now. Anyway, like, I truly believe that, like, you know, yeah, we'll sit up and say, like, okay, you know, free will, choices, all of that. Sometimes it's hard to, like, I guess, wait for vengeance, is, you know, is the Lord. Like, sometimes you, you, like, you wanna see the vengeance now, you know, especially sometimes it happens or you know especially if you want to be married it's like I want my husband now and then you I think that's just lust or loneliness I think sometimes people choose a husband out of lust or loneliness it's like you know what I'm tired of not getting some head trust me don't nobody like head more than me and um honey I I, I feel like I can wear that on the t-shirt I am tired of not getting some head but even though I'm tired of not getting some head, I choose to, you know, be celibate because, you know, I don't want to make the decisions to allow someone into my personal intimate space because in this moment, I'm choosing lust over, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes we, we, We just get beside ourselves because we want what we want when we want it. And a lot of the times, it's not about what we want. And I think that Andrew it had to happen this way. Like his wife was saying, everything is God's plan. Everything is God's plan because... Ultimately, I think that's why God gives us free will, because God knows what we're going to do with it. And ultimately, God knows he's still in control, even with our free will. Like you may mess up, but and then a person may mess up right behind your mess up or, you or you know, whatever. Like you like if someone hits you in the face and you decide, oh, I'm going to hit you back or I'm going to slap you. Or I'm going to punch you back or whatever. You know, sometimes what they say, turn the other cheek, (laughs) you know, and that's hard to do. But I think that's why God gave us that so much, because I believe that if we do come to God with everything, we'll make less mistakes in life and the world will be a more beautiful place but because we live in a world where people want things now or people feel so strongly about their own personal opinions or their own personal beliefs <coughs> because people feel so strongly that's why we have so much racism that's why we have so much police brutality that's why we have so much um people gay bashing that's why we have so many people hurting transgenders. That's why we have so many people, you know, who just, you know, take it upon themselves to, like, make their thoughts or their opinions law or what's right or what's wrong. Now, granted. I'm, I'm so against pedophiles, absolutely against pedophiles. I think it's the most low, disgusting thing on the planet. And I can't wrap my mind around pedophilia at all. But God allows all of that to exist under this same world. And he knew when he created the world, all of the ugly things that were going to go on in the world. But yet and still here we are. Anyway, God bless the Gillum family. I really I really believe that it is a huge thing for them to come out and even do an interview when they did not have to do an interview just like Beyonce and Jay-Z had their fight in the elevator and they never chose to speak up about what happened in that elevator. We can only assume it's a blessing in them like the Gillums actually giving us an answer for anything when we are not they don't owe us an answer for nothing you know this man was publicly humiliated I agree with her when she said like that those pictures should not have came out at the same time you know it's Andrew Gillum so you know it's gonna come out you know like if it—it it is it, it, the same like if Beyonce if it happened to Beyonce, I'm pretty sure the pictures are going to come out. So I don't think it, it's a man or a woman thing. Like, if this happened to a woman, it it w- I don't think it was a man or a woman thing. I think it was a fame or a celebrity thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it was, oh, this is because you're a man or this is because you're gay. No, it's because you're a public figure. (laughs) You know what I mean? And everybody wants to see a public figure fall from grace. Like, everybody wants to see that. Like, I think there are so many people that were so happy when we we all saw the fight in the elevator because it's like, oh, shit! Beyonce got real shit going on, too. Like, they fighting in the elevator. This girl came out With a half smile on her face. Got in the car and went about her business. And didn't answer nobody about shit. Because she don't have to. Andrew Gillum and his wife didn't have to either. But um. God bless the Gillum family. I think it was just a beautiful interview. I think Tamron Hall. Did her damn job. Do you understand me? It's a lot of people in journalism. That don't do their job she 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 did a phenomenal job she you could tell she has a bias you know like she knows them but she she um not only did she let it be clear that she knew them but she did her job like she didn't say because i know y'all and because i like y'all or i love y'all or i have any type of aversion to y'all i'm not going to ask the questions that people want to hear she still asked the questions but she did it in such a beautiful way she did it with like a lot of love and integrity and that's what i like about the tamarin hall show she did a phenomenal job so anyway about to go in the store wherever you are no matter what is going on in your life I just hope that this podcast finds you in great spirits and that you will share this podcast with someone that you know and love. Let's open up these dialogues and have discussions. Please, you can uh, send me feedback. Let me know what you think. You can also connect with this podcast on other social media forums like YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Um. I think that's that's all I have to say For now Oh my goodness Last but not least My husband My estranged husband Who don't even know that he is estranged Done had a baby Had a baby on me y'all With a whole nother woman And married the woman But it's okay Idris Elba y'all Idris Elba and his wife Done had a baby, and it's okay. Like I know I gotta move on. Um, it's okay. But at the end of the day, I don't think I would really want to be with Idris Elba. Like I think Idris Elba would be more like a drive-by, cause who want that pressure? But it's beautiful that Sabrina, his wife, is going through whatever she's going through to be his wife. Because at the end of the day, love is beautiful. And I want true love too, and it's beautiful that Idris Elba and his wife had a baby, and that they have this beautiful love that they have with each other. But can I just can I just meet him, like in like Sabrina? Like, can I just hug him, like about a thirty second, one minute hug? I like can't, like you know, I respect people's marriage, but it's like, girl, I don't think I will ever meet him again. So can I please, like? just like if I ever meet Aegis Elba I hope I meet him next to his wife so I can ask her in her face like girl can I please can I please like I know he's your husband but he was my husband first like please let me get this like this hug like (laughs) like oh my gosh like Aegis Elba is just one of the sexiest men on the planet to me and I used to like him but I think it was daddy's daddy's girl daddy's girls and I was like oh he is cute I think it was takers anyway y'all have a phenomenal day be great be excellent be love and be kind What's going on? Really quickly, I wanted to add a little bit to my podcast. Kind of like a closing, I guess. <laughs> we'll just do this in closing. I was completely done with the podcast, but then I thought about something else. And um, in their podcast... Not in their podcast. <laughs> in their interview with Tamron Hall... um. Gosh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh. So in the like in the podcast, if you already listened to the whole thing, I already said, right? That I feel like they had some type of arranged marriage. I already said that I don't feel like I have to state everything that I think because I'm trying to come from a place of love, not mal- not malice. So She said she don't know if she would choose to marry him again, if blah, blah, blah. You know, if she was younger, she didn't know if she would choose to marry him again. That right there was a little like, wait a minute, what you mean by that? Like, what does that mean? But she's still choosing to stay every day. And you know I think they at the end of the day I think they definitely choose each other I think that when I say that I feel like they had an arranged marriage I think that they had an arranged marriage like uh probably maybe her family wanted her to be in a certain esteemed type of relationship or marriage and she, her and her family saw that in Andrew Gillum and they said look this is the path for you go marry him but you know she chose she liked it or whatever I, I don't don't know what these people chose, you know But She basically was like, you know If she knew That it would have been All of this That uh, she don't Know if she would choose this And then that made me think of um, P-Valley, anybody that watches P-Valley, how On P-Valley, the man is like In the closet, but Little murder murder is um in a closet he's a rapper his friend caught him um and um the man uh coming from around the corner from the back in the bushes and then he was like hold on you and your choices is not gonna stop us getting to this bag like you can be whoever you be with whoever you want to be with but be careful with your gay stuff because you being gay ain't finna stop this bad. <laughs> Basically, this is P-Valley, right? So it brought me to Andrew Gillum and him and his wife. And it was just like, I think a whole... That's why I say what you do in the dark will come to the light. Like, I think a lot of people knew he was bisexual. It was their thing. They knew it was just... It was like, it's not everybody's business. This is between the family or whatever. But what's done in the dark comes to light. That's why I feel like you got to live in your truth. Because ultimately, the truth shall set you free. (laughs) And why does the truth set you free? Because you get to be like Nisi out here. Saying, fuck all y'all motherfuckers. She going to be straight. She going to be gay. She going to be whatever she choose to be every single day. She going to choose to be happy. So, I closing, I'm finished, I'm done, right? I feel like Andrew Gillum, of course, he misstepped. He, you know, of course, probably... I don't think in a million years he ever wanted to get caught up in... Um, What he got caught up in and for his whole everything to get blew up and for everybody to know, you know, and to even have the discussion about bisexuality. I feel like he felt like his life is his life. His sexuality is his sexuality and his truth is his truth. But his truth is not everybody's business. I believe that's what him and his wife felt and believed. And I think they have a new realization that what's done in the dark will come to light you know, that's why be happy, be whatever you choose to be you know, I don't know about living your life in a closet or whatever, cause I don't think that's gonna work out, living in a closet you know maybe living on an island in a closet I don't know, you know but I think that Andrew Gillum messed up in definitely in his wife's eyes cause I think she was you know happy with the arrangement that they had going on or in her words the covenant that they had going on I think she was happy within the covenant of their marriage she just didn't want to explain it or express it or have to talk about it to everyone because it ain't everybody's business and to live through your choice in the public eye and have everybody's opinion and everybody's thought on your life and your choices in your life it's not a hard it's not an easy pill to swallow you know but her her husband her family all of them are swallowing that pill right now because they chose to go to explain themselves on Tamron hall and i think a lot of these celebrities need to take a page out of beyonce and jay-z's book and just be quiet Like, fuck up. You gon' fuck up. Life is about fuck ups. But I feel like an explanation of the fuck up is only due to the people that you love the most. You know, like, I think Beyonce and everybody in her camp knows what happened. Because they love Beyonce. Like, it's a safe space to share. Like, Like, bitch, what happened in the damn elevator hole? You know, and, and, you know, when you know Beyonce and you know Jay-Z like that, I'm pretty sure, she'll sure, probably share what happened in the elevator. But just because you fuck up, it don't mean that you have to explain everything to everybody. So, yeah, we saw the picture. Yeah, we saw what happened. Yeah, it was like this public uh fall from grace or whatever people want to call it. Or, or, yeah, it was like a great enlightenment. However people want to you know put a word or put a phrase because people love to put stuff in boxes you know people like to put categories on some shit whatever you want to categorize it as at the end of the day people gonna fuck up regardless but an explanation of fuck ups is not due to anybody but the people that is due to and that's the people that you know you feel responsible for you love or you know like Whatever, whoever you deem in your life that you feel like you owe an explanation to. I don't feel like Real Smith and Jada Pinkett should have explained whatever happened with August Alsina. That's not everybody's business. People need to stop explaining shit to people. Shit, you fucked up. They got a picture of your fuck up. You have to come back and tell people shit. And his wife was basically saying in the interview, she didn't want to say, she didn't want to say nothing. She didn't want to own up to nothing. But I think that Andrew Gillum, like at the core of him, he loves serving people. He loves politics. And I think that is probably why he's choosing to speak up. Because he's choosing to like, listen, this is who I am. This is what I, this is what I, I fucked up you know i did this i did but at the core of me i love people i love helping people i love serving people and i think that was the message that they were of course trying to convey and i believe that is ultimately the reason that they have decided to speak up and say anything because maybe next year a year from now he gonna get back into politics So who knows just like he said he don't know it's his life journey that he's going through, he's living or whatever, but I'm done, I hope you know, wherever you are that you like this podcast if you love this podcast, please support, share, tell a friend keep tuning in, listen to all the podcasts, we're gonna get into more sub- more subjects, more topics cause listen, as we live life, is more people bound to fuck up fuck ups is a part of life Anyway, have a phenomenal day. Thanks for listening to Girl Stay Wet and catch you on the next one.